Good morning, church. Peace be seated. Are you all doing all right? And those of you who are watching online right now, are you all doing all right? I can hear lots of amen. I'm all right. Thank God that giving me this opportunity to share His Word among you all this morning. To start off today, I always ask you a question every time, if you remember. Uh, I want to ask you all a question. And this question is, do you admit that Jesus is Lord? Come on. Come on. Do you truly admit Him? Come on, church. (laughs) Jesus said in Mark chapter 2, verse 17, it's not the healthy who lead the daughter, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinner. But sinner. In the first half of Mark chapter 2, the main focus is on Jesus healing a paralyzed man and dining with tax collector and sinners, which raised doubt and questioning from the Pharisee and the teacher of the law. Jesus used these verses, Mark chapter 2, verse 17, to reprise them. He said, it is not the healthy who lead a daughter, but the sick. But the sick. But the sick. I've not come to call the righteous, but sinner. But sinner. Jesus declared that he come to seek whom? Sinner and the sick. The sinner and the sick. In the first half of Mark chapter 2, Jesus actively seeking the paradise man, tax collector, and sinner. Jesus come to seek, not seeking the perfect one. No, no. Jesus is not looking for someone who thinks highly of themselves. No, not like the self-righteousness Pharisee and the teacher of the law. No. Brother and sister, Think about it. What does it mean to be a sick person? What does it mean to be a sick person? In reality, we all come across a situation where we only seek the doctor when we admit that we are sick, right? But sometimes, but sometimes, even when we don't feel well, we hesitate to admit it. Have you experienced that? Have you? Last time, my younger son, George, was not feeling well, but he didn't want to miss the football match on next day. He told us that, Daddy, Mommy, I'm absolutely fine. (laughs) But we can see. (laughs) So, before you go to see a doctor, there's one thing you need to do. Admit it. Admit that you are sick. Similarly, before you go to Jesus, you have to do one thing. Admit it. Admit it you are sick. Admit that you are a sinner. In Mark chapter 2, verse 17, Jesus said, I came not to call the righteous. When you think highly of yourself and believe that you are doing everything perfectly, well, Jesus may say, okay, then continuously living yourself proclaim impressive life. But when you say, but when you say, Jesus, I really don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what, 
what, what to treat others this way. I don't want to be distrustful. I don't understand why I have been like this lately. That's when you admit that you are sick. Jesus says, I came to seek this kind of people. In Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus said, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Jesus said He came to seek and save the lost. What is the meaning of being lost? Being lost means not knowing where you are. Being lost means not knowing how to get home. Being lost means not knowing which direction is a better way. Not knowing the way, not knowing how to get home, not knowing how to find a better way. Jesus said, I came to sit and save the lost. When you admit that you are lost, brother and sister, what would you do if you were lost outside? I asked my son this morning, and he answered me in one second. Google map, right? Yeah, Google map. Or you ask someone for direction, right? Have you or your husband or wife experienced being lost and still thinking they know everything? Just put up your little head. <laughs> I saw a lot and pawn it up. Yeah, have, have we experienced it, right? In other words, in other words, admit that you are lost is the beginning of finding your way again. I say that again. Admit that you are lost is the beginning of finding your way again. When you admit that you are sick, admit that you are sinner, admit that you are lost, Jesus say, I come for this kind of people this morning. Jesus, the Lord, we just those who are lost. Jesus will seek the lost. Jesus will seek those who admit they are sick, admit that they are lost. Jesus will seek them. Just like today's scripture, in Luke chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus said, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. In the beginning of our passage in Luke chapter 19, it actually explains how Jesus came to seek Zacchaeus. Regardless your background, regardless your education, when you admit that you are sick, when you admit that you are a sinner, when you admit that you are lost, Jesus seeks you today, right now. Let's go to another verse. In John chapter 10, verse 10, the thief comes only to steal kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus says, I come that they may have life and have it to the full. Jesus wants the sick, the sinner, and the lost to receive life. And receive life means to live well. Not just about struggling to survive, no, but to live even better, to live more abundantly. Abundantly. Just like with Zacchaeus, when Jesus looked up to the tree and said, Zacchaeus, come down, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. And later, in Luke chapter 19, verse 8 to 10, we see that Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, 
here and now I give half of my possession to the poor. And if I cheat anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. And Jesus said, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is the son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Yeah. Brother and sister, let's admit it. And the path ahead will become much easier. Much easier. Admit it. Admit that you are lost. Parents, parents, admit that you can't help your children. Among us here, every one of us here, every parent here, I love my children. You will say that, right? I love my children and we will love them in our own way. We, will, we want them to go in a certain way based on what we understand. But, but we all know that the world is constantly changing, isn't it? Yeah. The world keeps changing. And we try to give them what we think is the best, but we are already, I'm 40, but some of you may be 50, 60, 70 is coming. <laughs> our children or our grandchildren generation is truly different from ours. Moreover, in a few more years, we may have to let go passively, not actively, because they won't let you interfere anymore. Right? And perhaps you and you yourself may need someone to take care of you. How long can we control our children? How long? How long? Think about it. How long can we control our children? Admit it, we cannot keep our children under our care for their entire life. So what we have to do? We have to tell our children, we have to tell our grandchildren, we need the same Father. Yeah. The Heavenly Father. Yeah. The Heavenly Father. We want to give the children our, our hope. We want our children to rely on someone. But in, most importantly, just tell them we need the same Father, the Heavenly Father. One day I will live, I, will, I, I always told myself, I will live, but the Heavenly Father won't live. Won't live. I think this is what we as a parents, as a grandparents, can give to our children and our grandchildren. We want to provide them with someone to rely on, give them hope, and ensure their future keep getting better. Let interest them to our Heavenly Father. Same goes for church. Maybe each one of us want to do things in our own way, thinking this is the best approach, the best direction. Church, come on, let us learn to add interest is to our Heavenly Father also. I don't know if you have this experience. That is uh, when a friend calls you and says, Hey, Bang, hey, Bang, my children is like this and like that this week. Or my husband doing this and that this week. Or my wife doing this and that this week. Can you talk to them? Oh, ho, 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 ho. Can you talk to them? Can you say certain things do, 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 to them from your mouth? <laughs> Every time I receive such a call, I don't know you, 
I find it quite interesting. <laughs> it's quite interesting. Um, if the people call me can handle it well, then you have already used your own method to handle it, right? If you can't handle it, why should I use your method or your version to handle your case? Do you understand what I'm talking about? There are in it many parents, many husbands, many wives, many brothers and sisters like this. Bang, come on, you need to talk to them. I talked to him already, he doesn't listen. But if you talk to him, he might listen. Do you all understand what I'm saying? Sorry, I'm not your child. Sorry, I'm not your husband. I'm not your wife. Don't try to control me in your own way because you want to be their God. You think that you, think that you can be their God, but it's not like that. Brother and sister, admit it. Admit that you are lost. Admit that you make mistakes too. Admit that you are sick too. Admit that we don't understand our children. Admit that we don't understand our wife, our husband enough. Admit it. Do you think you have a good job, having a good state, or read many books, guarantee everything, guarantee anything? No. Come on. Come on. Admit that you truly don't know how this world will turn where it will go next. And that's why you need Jesus. And that's why you need Jesus this morning. My life has reached this point, and perhaps during my growth, there has been people who cheat me badly. Pastor Dan, please come. So, let's assume Pastor Dan treat me badly, the one who treated me badly. <laughs> he bullied me all the way in my life, and I tried to find a way to fight back, but I couldn't because he's too strong. <laughs> he's too strong. It might have started from a certain instant or events or events. I could begin to resent him, questioning why you treat me this way. Why? Why you treat me like this? Every time you treat me like this, tell me why. At some point, from a certain times, we ask how these people or this group of people treat me like this. And then they move on. He moves on. He continues his life. While I remain bitter and keep trying to ask him, why do you treat me like this? in a different time of period. Husband, why you treat me like this? Wife, how you treat me like this? Boss, how you treat me like this? This brother and sister, why you treat me like this? Tell me. You may try to communicate with those people saying, okay, okay, let's talk and communicate. Let's try to talk and communicate. Many people hope that through communication, things can improve, right? But you will find that even after communicating, if communication is so effective, 
Why are there still so many problems? Do you agree? Sometimes we can't even communicate with ourselves. You don't know what you are doing. How much more challenge is it to communicate with others? We can't. We try to communicate and it doesn't work. And we continue to be controlled by someone. My life to be controlled by this guy or some other people, my husband, my wife, my boss, my colleague, my brother and sister, my pastor, or someone else. I don't want to be controlled. Where should I be, brother and sister? Where should I be? Where should I be? But where am I right now? Here. Here. But when I don't forgive him, I don't want to be in this situation. If I don't want for if I don't forgive him, every move he makes affect me. Every move he makes affect me. Every move he makes affect me. I shouldn't be there. I should be there. Do you know what I mean? I should be there. But he keeps bringing me somewhere else. I don't want to be in this situation. I've been like this for all along. I try to find a way, but I'm always being threatened along by him or someone else. Brother and sister, many people's lives are like this. Many. We exhaust all our methods to try to make ourselves moving forward, one forward. But when someone tells you, hey, Ben, come on, let go. Why should I let go? Come on, Ben, let go. I let go in love already. You see? Before I'm doing like this. Now I'm just, I'm just doing like this. You see? I always want to live better, but I try to communicate and I keep fighting with him. But I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't until one day I pondered deeply on the scripture we just read uh, in Luke chapter 19, verse 10. It said, For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. Thank you, Pastor Dan. I have to commit that I'm sick, I'm lost. I never imagine ending up there. I should be here. I should be here. I don't want my life to be brought to this point by someone because I hate him. My life has been messed up like this, and I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm willing to admit that I am sick. I'm willing to admit that I'm sick. Brother and sister, brother and sister, do you know the power behind this faith? I am willing to admit that I am sick. Do you know the power behind this sentence? I am willing to admit that I am sick. When I admit that I'm sick, I can stop judging him. Otherwise, I always feel that I'm right and questioning how he could treat me like this. When I admit, I can stop judging him. 
when I admit that I'm sick, it means my values, my emotion, my ability to give and receive love, they are all problematic. When I admit that I'm sick, I can release him more easily. To release him is to forgive. Is to forgive. Is to forgive. When I don't forgive him, I still hate him. I still pay attention to him, regularly checking his Facebook or IG daily, observing his every move, every single comment on different people's Facebook. And the things you want to prove, I'm sorry, he has low intention of looking at them. Brother and sister, we need to let go and forgive. Let go. Forgive. After choosing to forgive, there's one thing we have to do. Let that person continue walking their path. When you forgive, they will walk their own path the person who harmed you or you think would harm you, that means you won't stand, he won't stand in your shoes and consider your well-being, right? So, if they led you to a place, if they led you to a place, it definitely isn't a place suitable for you. Definitely not. You shouldn't be there you should be here. You should be here. When you admit that you are lost, what you need to do? What you have to do? You have to say, you need to say, Jesus, I lead you. That is. That is. Every time come to Jesus and say, every day come to Jesus and say, Jesus, I lead you. I lead you. When you cry out like this, Jesus will be here. Goodbye, Pastor Dan. Now I'm walking with Jesus. Yay! I know Jesus said he came to seek and save the lost. So I admit it. When I admit that I'm sick, when I admit that I'm lost, I know Jesus lead me. Come on, Jesus. Jesus, do you want to go this way, Jesus? Jesus, do you want to go this way? Hey, 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 just a moment, Jesus. I think there are two ways, this way and that way. And I believe we should walk this way. Jesus said, just follow me. No, 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 Jesus, Jesus, you don't understand. Jesus, you don't understand. This is the right one, the right way. Jesus says, just follow me. No, Jesus, you know what? I originally came from this one. It's not correct. <laughs> and Jesus says, just follow me. Just follow me. Brother and sister, when you are lost, just admit that you are lost. Stop pretending to know everything. Stop pretending. What we need to do is to follow Jesus rather than rely on our own assumption. Can we trust? Can we trust Jesus? And then Jesus will guide you where you should stand. 
That is called following Jesus. If you believe your own way sufficient is sufficient, then you don't need Jesus, right? Admit that you are lost. Admit that you're sick. Admit that you can't handle your children, your wife, your husband, your boss, your colleague, your brothers and sister. It's actually quite simple. Just say, just come to Jesus and say, Jesus, I'm lost. I lead you right now. When you sincerely cry out from your heart, where you have been believed in Jesus for only a month, or you believe in Jesus for over 20 years, when you sincerely cry out like this from your heart, Jesus will definitely seek you. He will definitely seek you. Today, I begin by posting a question to all of you. Do you still remember? Do you admit that Jesus is Lord? Do you truly admit Him? Brother and sister, what does it mean to admit that Jesus is Lord? When we say, Jesus, you are my Lord, it means that every aspect of our life should align with His will. Not by our own strength, Lord, but each day with a humble heart, it means that we are lost. It means that we cannot rely on our own strength. We can't rely on ourselves. It means that we need Jesus. Every day, we should draw near to Jesus. Every day, we should have His Word to overcome the value of this world. Once again, admit our dependency on Jesus Christ and His Word. Let us learn to stop for a while humble ourselves, change our direction, and walk toward to Jesus throughout this week. Some of you here today who always hesitate to have yet to take a step forward in front of Jesus, today, I invite you let go and allow God to lead you. Perhaps past hurts and disappointment have caused you to hesitate, afraid of being hurt again. I want to encourage every one of you, let go, let go, and forgive, forgive. Trust and follow Him. Just simply trust and follow Jesus. Today, I want to encourage you, come before Jesus, come before Jesus, admits that you are lost. You cannot rely on yourself and you need Jesus. Let go and forgive. Let Jesus heal you today. Let Him carry you forward once again. You don't have to dread it down by those people and things anymore. Today, you will experience the freedom that's come from Jesus. He's going to set you free today. Brother and sister, admit it, you are lost no more. Amen. Amen.